welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast, your home for local sports here in the 574. Hello and welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast. This is episode five. I, my name is Brady and I am here with the host, Kenny Kramer. How's it going, guys? So uh, Brady decided to do the intro today. I thought that was gonna. I thought that would be a uh, good twist. Something different. Yeah, something different. Something you know, keep you on your toes around here. Yeah. Um. So let's start things off as we usually do in high school basketball. Um. We ha- we did have a little bit of a crazy week in sectionals. So we had uh, sectional games being played on month. Sectional championships. Some sectional championship games being played on uh, on a Monday night, which is crazy around here because usually sectionals are played uh, on Saturday. Right. Um, so the, the four sectional sites that were playing on Monday uh, were LaPorte and Michigan City. Um, and Brady and I both picked Michigan City in this game. Uh, and we were both wrong. Uh, Mishawaka... Uh, beat Michigan City seventy-seven to sixty-eight. Um, so a, a fairly close game, Close-ish, yeah. But uh, just it, it looks like the the talent of Mishawaka just kind of took over, yeah. uh, and they claim their first sectional title since nineteen eighty-six. Round so, of applause! Round of applause for Good the Cavemen. Great name, by the way. By the way, uh, by the way, Cavemen fans. Go Kingsman. At me. I dare you. Uh, the other um, <laughs> the other <laughs> sectional game uh, in, in the same class, that was class 4A. So we're going to move over to Elkhart. Fitting that the next team we're going to talk about is the Penn Kingsman. Oh, yeah. Um, Penn beat uh, Northridge uh, 75-62. Not surprising. Uh, yeah, not surprising at all. Um, and, well, not surprising that... Marcus Burton also uh, scored more than thirty points in that game. So, so he has the so he's above. Uh, this, did he, did he get enough points to be above um, Sean Kemp? And, yes, uh, he yes he has recently passed uh, both Steve Alford and Sean Kemp uh, in scoring. Um, at, uh, up to that point, uh, he sat um, at believe it was it's 31st right because yeah it was close to it was close to that yeah i think it was maybe like 30th or something like that oh no he's 30 because he was 33 um yeah i think so but um yeah he was sitting uh just shy of uh, like i want to say 2200 points that first career right. um which is absolutely amazing. Wait, yeah, ridiculous. I, he was at he was at just over I think twenty one hundred points. So, um, but yeah, which is still crazy twenty one hundred points uh, in your career. Um, that's that's just crazy. Um, oh, we're gonna move to class three A. Uh, the number one team in three A, the Northwood Panthers. Uh, played West Noble in a rematch. Uh, on paper, 
this looked like a close game. This looked like it was going to be uh, just a like a nail biter, like last second shot wins the game. Teams that you know didn't turn the ball over the most would win. Um, well, that wasn't the case because Northwood, um, well, let's just say, um, was almost up by forty at one point in this game, um, and, and won uh, by by thirty three points, fifty seven to twenty four. Absolutely ridiculous. The the Northwood defense, um, I, I I kid you not, allowed five points in the second half. No, uh, seven seven points in the second half. Wow, talk about them clamps, man. That wow, that's that that type of those numbers remind me of like watching a uh, not watching, but you know, talking about a, a girls South Bend uh, <laughs> oh, South Bend Washington. Washington game. Yeah, yeah you know, one hundred and four to four. <laughs> right, right, exactly, ninety one to four. Clay. <laughs> right. Um, it kind of reminds me of a Northwood football score. In a way, yeah, actually. because because Northwood football this year was just killing everybody, murdering. Yeah, until they met Northridge. Yeah, and then that and that that didn't end well. That's other news. That's, that's, that's that, football. That, let's that, let's stay on track that's, here, that's, Kenny. Let's, yeah, let's. Um, we're gonna move to Class Two A. Um, the only Two A school, uh, 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 sectional around this area that Locally, was playing. Yeah, yeah, uh, was uh over in Westview, uh, and Westview cruised to another sectional title titled their 21st in program history by the way uh 78 to 65 over central noble um so uh westview moves on to the uh north judson regional um northwood would advance to the south bend washington regional which on paper looked like it was a great uh regional Uh, penn moves on to a daunting regional over in Michigan City, uh, and Mishawaka was also in that uh, regional as well. So um, I will now move my attention and our attention to regionals, which happened yesterday. Um, And we're going to start in Michigan City in Class 4A, uh, and game number one was Penn versus Chesterton. and Chesterton, I thought at one point Chesterton, Chesterton was going to pull the upset because uh, in every quarter besides the first, Chesterton had the lead. Um, and in the final quarter, they had a seven-point. Chesterton had a seven-point lead, um, but the just the experience of Penn and their gutsiness and their grit took over. Um, and of course, Marcus Burton. Decided to say, the D1. hey, the D1 uh, commit uh, decided to take over and, you know, just scoring uh, 12 points at uh, halftime wasn't enough. So he decides to finish with 34. Um, yes, you heard that right. 12 points at half, finishing with 34 points. Um, and Penn uh, won by 13, 73 to 60. Uh, finishing on a 17 to four run uh, in the final in the final frame uh, and with that 34 points Marcus Burton now moves to 26th overall uh, he now sits at 20 uh, 2216 points um, he is only 
uh, 53 points shy of um, tying the uh, Marion High School All-Star uh, Jalen Blackman, mm. um, who is the next big name on the list for Marcus Burton to either tie or pass. Um, right. And Marcus Burton could almost get that in one game if he so desired. So that's just the crossed Indiana. That that is just the crossed um, boys high school basketball in the country or in, just in the state. In the state, okay. Yes. I was gonna say because yeah. yeah, just in the state. Now, fun fact for you, also a trivia question: Who is the leading scorer in the whole state of Indiana? That is both. Uh, high school boys and girls included. Scott Skiles. Uh, no. Plymouth Pilgrim. Mom, um, see. I do not actually know. I, I have. If you tell me, I'm going to be like, yeah, I knew that. Is it a big name? Yes. Is it the big, well, like a very... So they played in the NBA, right? A version. A version? The WNBA? So is it I, Sue I, Bird? I, I, will, I, will give, I will give you a hint. Is it Sue Bird? No. Brittany Griner? No. No. <laughs> okay, no. give me a hint. Give me a hint. Um, they went to the school that's on your sweatshirt. Oh, my gosh. I know. I can't remember. I think I, I think I know who you're gonna say too. Can I take a guess on who you're gonna say? Yes. Skylar Diggins. Yes. No. Really? Yes. Who? Jackie Young. Now it clicks. <laughs> Jackie Young. She graduated from Princeton High School, not right, not, not Princeton. Yeah. yeah, not yeah, right, not the prestige Princeton. Yeah. Um. But Princeton and finished with over thirty four hundred points. I think Marcus Burton could pass that up. <laughs> so averages oh, three hundred yeah? points a game. Oh, yeah. Dude, okay, he's gonna have to have like two, oh, like a thousand point game at this point. If Will Chamberlain I, I never said that, and I, I, I will, I will say that I never said that was out of the question. By the way, we both know that. A thousand points for Marcus Burton could almost easily happen if he wanted to. Cherry pick, yeah, yeah, or just say, "Hey, how many points can you score in this amount of time?" Yeah. Anyway, um, back to back to regionals. Um, so Penn uh, moves on to uh, semi-state uh, after the change of formatting for ba- uh, high school basketball uh, it used to be uh, you have to you would have to win uh, two games in one day to be regional champions uh, now it's you win one game and you move on to semi-state and semi-state is the exact op- uh, was is the exact carbon copy of how regionals used to be so now semi-state is you win two games in one day to move on to state and so Penn moves uh, one step closer to uh, that all-elusive rematch it looks like right now with yeah. Ben Davis. Ben Davis. Uh, the only team to give Penn a blemish. 
See, I don't, I don't see. The thing is, I, I just don't see Ben Davis. I, I see him winning state. I, I don't, I don't see him losing. I mean, may, the, the only team I think that they would lose to is Penn. Yeah, that's their only competition, in my yeah. opinion. I mean, yeah, and it's gonna come down to who wants it more. Mm. I mean, they got players on both those teams which are gonna be, you know, D one athletes gonna be out there playing for, you know, call like prestigious colleges, you know. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun one i mean they they aren't there yet but they will be we're starting to hear chatter of that elusive matchup between Penn and Ben Davis down in uh Gainbridge Fieldhouse of uh, formerly Banker's Life Fieldhouse and formerly former formal Conseco Fieldhouse right and also formally before that the triple the triple, the triple formal. Oh, I thought you. I was like, wait, the what? Name. No. Oh, I wouldn't know the name. You got me again, dude. I got oh. got twice today. Get we'll get got. into the first time yeah. I got got today. Um, but formally before Conseco, it was um, oh Market Square Arena. That's what it was. Are you have you have you been there before? Market Square. Well, the arena, the yeah the Conseco Fieldhouse. Conseco, yeah, Banker's Life, Gamebridge. Yes, you have. Uh, not ever since they have um, renovated it right, most they recently. Increased the capacity of it. Right? I think they increased it a little bit, mm-hmm. but I know they've done some major renovations. Yeah, it probably needs inside. Some. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I haven't been there recently. No, but I've been there before, so I know how the place looks. I actually watched um, South Bend, Washington. One year when they went down the state. That's about the only local team I've seen down in state in high school basketball. That's live. Cool. Right. Um, live, yeah. Uh, so um with that Penn is now twenty seven and one. Um and Chesterton finishes with the record of twenty and six. So uh congratulations on Chesterton for another uh good year. Uh and Penn gets revenge over Chesterton from last year's defeat uh, in the re- in the regional championship, um, 59-48, uh, uh, Chesterton beat Penn last year. Um, so in the second game at Michigan City, uh, Hammond Central and Michelle Walker were both playing. Um, believe I took Hammond Central in this game. I think I went the other way on this one. Or actually, no, we couldn't make a pick because there was nobody. Because oh. Hammond Central had advanced already. Right. And Mishawaka still hadn't played yet. So That's what no was. pick was made. Um, but if we did have a pick, I would probably take Hammond Central. Um, and they ended up winning uh, 59-46, um, ending Mishawaka's uh, really good year. Um uh, but the Wolves jumped out to an 18-6 uh, advantage right off the bat and just kind of stole the thunder away from the Cavemen. Um, and they held Mishawaka to 20 points at the half, too. So, right. I mean, you're not really going to win a bunch of games when you score just 20 points at the half. Um, but Mishawaka did, you know, make a good um, third-quarter uh, uh, push. 
Um, they outscored the uh, Hammond Central twelve to nothing. Um, but just the fact that it was eighteen six at one point, and then scoring only twenty points just kind of made the the hill a little too hard to climb. Um, right. And just the cavemen couldn't get it done. Um, but it was a great year for the cavemen, finishing twenty and seven. Um, and the wolves now jump to uh, twenty six and one. So the meeting um, uh, at Semi State uh, in Class Four A. Uh, those are the Four A uh, Semi State has been announced. Um, so the Semi State and Four A will be back at Michigan City, um, and the teams there will be uh, Fort Wayne Wayne versus Kokomo in the first game, uh, and then Penn and Hammond Central will wrap up the uh, Semi State semifinal round. Uh, so your quick, quick picks in that one, uh, starting with the first game, Fort Wayne, Wayne and Kokomo. I'm going Fort Wayne. I'll take Kokomo. Okay. And then I'm going to take Penn. Penn. Okay. You got Penn versus Fort Wayne, Wayne, who wins? It's going to be a f- – Penn's going to win by at least 25. Dang. Uh, I'll take Penn over Kokomo by seven. Wow, you're thinking it's going to be that close? Yeah. I think yeah. it's going to be out of the gates. They're going to just dominate Penn – or Penn's going to dominate. Mm, okay. Okay. I respect it. Um. Now, fun fact about uh, the Michigan City Regional – uh, the field record was ninety-seven and thirteen. Yeah, combined, it's, it's tough. Yeah, that's is that so? That's I think it was one of the top uh, regionals in the state. Yeah, it, it was number two, right? I th- I compared think, to I think um, so. The Adl- or not Atlantic. The uh, the number one is uh, I think it was down. Um, what, what in Indianapolis somewhere? Oh, it's that. It's this. Is it the center? I think it was. Grove? I think it was. I think it was Southport it's, with Ben Davis. Oh, it's because be, it, that one's Ben Davis. It had Ben Davis Cathedral. 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 Um, and I forget who else it had was two in other. there, and they were both. They both had like. They didn't have, uh, double digit losses, I know that for sure. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that, mainly their losses were in conference losses. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Because thirteen, I mean, you usually play what at least one other. I mean, you you play each person in your conference. I would think at least once or twice, right? Or uh, mo- once. most of the time you play them once, unless there's uh like a conference tournament, right? Where you would play, you would maybe play them again, but most of the time you play them once. Unless you're a one A school, no, it's still most of the time you play your conference once. Maybe, yeah. Um, but now we're gonna move to three A, and we're gonna go to South Bend, Washington. And you want to talk about a tough regional? Oh, so yeah. it's South Bend, Washington. Very much so. Field record eighty and twenty. Solid. Um, first game was Northwood Lake Station. There we go. And on paper, this should have been a close game. On paper, should have been a close game. 
Um, Lake Station was uh, twenty-two and three. Um, but you know, South Bend, uh, but uh, Northwood, uh, number one in three A, best defense in the state. Um, absolutely, absolutely took the Lake Station Fighting Eagles to the woodshed, back to the court, and then back to the woodshed again. Um, and Northwood just crushed um, the Eagles 72 to 35. Uh, this game was never close. Um, Northwood jumped out to a 10 nothing lead right off the bat. Um, and then Lake Station did cut it to six at one point uh, at 11 to five. After they did that, Northwood went on a twenty to nothing run to make it thirty-one to five, and the floodgates opened. Opened. Uh, Northwood could do whatever they want, whenever they wanted, to whoever they want. Um, hey and, Northwood, you want to play a game against Penn while you're also still playing this game? Go ahead. Uh, my money would be on Northwood, um, and I'm not kidding. Against um, Penn? Yes. Yeah. I mean, they do. I mean, like, yeah. Hmm. I mean, Northwood is only at, is only letting up about thirty five points a game. Um, and um, Cade Brenner, uh, star player for Northwood, finished with thirty one points. Wow. Um, I believe he also may have gotten close to a double double with assists towards the end of the game. Um, and speaking of which, he had a crazy, um, assist to, uh, Ian Roush at the end of the game. Uh, he was driving down, um, down the court. Ian Roush was on the sideline running towards, uh, the basket and Cade Brenner, um, saw him out of the corner of his eye, looked over at him. And swung it, swung a pass behind his back, right into the pocket of uh, Ian Roush, uh, and he went in for a monster jam, uh, his second dunk in a row, um, and just um, blew the roof off the arena um, for all the Northwood fans, and just kind of put the exclamation point on a almost thirty, almost forty point win for Northwood. Um, and speaking of Ian Roush, he finished with 15 points again with two dunks back to back. Uh, his brother, uh, Tyler Roush scored 10. Um, and so Northwood advances to semi-state for the first time since 2007, uh, and also improves to 25 and two overall. Um, and Lake Station finishes the year at 22 and four. Uh, I do know that that was the most wins uh, for Lake Station in a year, um, and especially their senior class. Is, their senior class uh, also finished with 67 total wins. Uh, so, you know. Pretty respectable. Respectable there. Uh, congratulations to Lake Station. Um, also want to give a congratulations to Northwood yeah. on a game well played. Um, so Northwood uh, advances. Um and so the second game at South Bend, Washington, uh, featured Glenn and 
South Bend, Washington. Um, now we're going to jump back really quick to the first game that these two teams played at Glenn. Uh, Glenn won by 15 points. And that was back when South Bend, Washington was talked about being a potential contender in 3A. Um, and after that loss, they kind of fell out of the out of the contention. Uh, not really contention, but just kind of fell out of the the whole media talk and all that stuff. You really didn't hear a whole lot about South Bend, Washington. They were kind of that under the radar good yeah. 3A team. Um, and so when South Bend, Washington, and Glenn met up again uh, yesterday, um, Washington was seeking revenge. Um, they had a look in their eye of they wanted, they wanted it, um, but Glenn was just too tough. Uh, Glenn never went away. Um, Washington, I believe, had the lead. I think twice. Other than that, Glenn control. Glenn controlled the game uh, throughout, um, and they um, get a big, big regional win. Over the Washington Panthers, fifty-eight to fifty-four, um, and it was a great game to watch. Um, just um, Washington coming back from a ten-point deficit um, late in the fourth quarter, um, taking the lead with under twenty seconds to go, and um, John Glenn, um, John Glenn's Joey uh, Strap Louie hit a three with six seconds to go. I mean, he was wide open too and just drained it and kind of put the, not really the sealer on because when South Bend Washington went down to try and make a shot, uh, Washington got called for a foul and that sent uh, senior uh, Bryson Hanna to the free throw line for John Glenn where he iced the game and put it out of reach uh, for the Falcons and they capture that uh, all-elusive regional title for the first time uh, since 2005. So uh, John Glenn and Northwood, two local teams, moving on to to semi-state. So Wait. right. Oh, that's for Glenn. That's for oh, wow. Yeah, I don't like Glenn fans. Sometimes they uh, they frustrate me. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. I, I I can agree, especially coming, especially being a, a Laville grad. Um, there's a, a definite um, rivalry there. Yeah, of course. Oh, our our um, mascot's better. Our name. Yeah. Hey, we're Glenn. Yeah, we're Glenn. Hey, we're Glenn guys. We're Glenn. Yeah. I mean, it could be worse. If you were Penn, okay, but you're Glenn, so you're 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 the cousin of Penn, so. Not even the cousin. You're the no. distant relative. You, you're in you're skill. they're like the that fifth cousin once removed, like twice removed, like three times removed. Who thinks he's kind of part of the family, but he's not. He's not. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. But good job. But but yeah, good job to John Glenn, and uh, they move on. Um, they improved to seventeen and ten. Um. So Glenn is kind of heating up at the right time. Uh, and South Bend, Washington finishes the year at uh, 18 and 6. So another upset in regionals yesterday happened down in 2A uh, where North Judson uh, got beat 
uh, by Lewis Cass, um, 62-51. And North Judson blew a seven-point lead at the half of 22-15. to And, uh, yeah, Cass is moving on to semi-state. Uh, they're now 19-7 and overall. And the Blue Jays finished the year at 23-4. and So they were the last uh, Hoosier North team left uh, in the tournament. And, well, there is no more no, Hoosier North sadly. teams. Um, Hoosier North teams left. Uh, in the second game there at North, uh, North Judson, uh, Gary 21st Century Charter, obviously out of Gary, uh, no, beat uh, Westview. <laughs> 67 to 58 um and the cougars um had a 16 point lead uh late in the game um which kind of shows you how how westview kind of made it a game towards the end um but just couldn't get over the hump um and so the cougars move on they move uh to 21 and 5 this year um and uh, the Warriors finish uh, seventeen and nine, um, and we're gonna give quick little snippets here. Uh, Couts uh, down in one A at Triton won their game, and so did Michigan City Marquette. They won their game, so both of those schools move on to uh, semi-state as well. Marquette does not surprise me. Yeah, no, it doesn't surprise not me either. at all. Yeah. Um, for being a one A school, right? Marquette, they're yeah, they're one yeah. A, yeah. They're they're pretty good. Yeah, they're, um, they're good. And I forgot to mention the three A uh, North Semi State uh, being held at Elkhart. Um, uh, so the first game is Glenn versus Delta, uh, and then the uh, semifinal uh, cap will be uh, Fort Wayne Bishop Dwanger. Uh, versus the number one Northwood Panthers, uh, Bishop Dwanger. Um, I have seen is thirteen and thirteen. They sit at five hundred. Um, so I am going to take Northwood by twenty, uh, and I'm going to take I'm going to take I'm going to take Glenn by one. I'm taking Delta by five. I like the name Bishop Dwanger too much. The Dwanger, Dwanger, Dwanger. Yeah. The wing, I don't know. I'm gonna say they they pull the upset and they win. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a probably a three point ball. Three points. Okay. Um. So uh, I, my my semi state championship game for three A, uh, is the Glen versus Northwood, and then give me Northwood by, uh, seventeen. Yeah, I got Bishop winning, beating. Uh, Bishop beating. Oh, I said I said Delta. Right? Yeah, you, yeah, you said Delta. No, no, Delta's gonna beat. Man, no, Delta's gonna win it all. Okay, you have Delta moving to state mm-hmm. in three A. Okay. All right. Well, that wasn't what I was expecting there from you. I thought you were gonna take Northwood. Um, I see. I usually would take Northwood. I have taken Northwood, but. I'm, you just I'm, want to switch it up, don't you? Do something a little different. It's okay. a, a different day for me. Okay. Speaking of different day, I need to wish you and the audience happy Selection Sunday. 
Happy Selection Sunday, everybody. Oh, thank you. Um, and Kenny. <laughs> Me, myself, and I. Uh, if you don't know what Selection Sunday is, um, you've been living under a rock. I'm kidding. Uh, Selection Sunday uh, is for uh, the NCAA tournament uh, for college basketball, um, mostly the men. Um, it's where all the teams um, that have qualified for the tournament uh, are selected by a selection committee to compete in a 68-team uh, bracket, um, and the winner of all of it is crowned national champion. That's basically... Plain and simple as it gets. That's about Reader's Digest version, as you can get. Um, and with that, there are some automatic qualifiers, uh, teams that have won their conference tournament, uh, and just a few that just kind of stuck out to me today that I saw, and I'll just kind of like just kind of read them off. Uh, America East, uh, Vermont, uh, ACC, no shock, Duke, obviously. Um, Big Twelve, shocker, Texas, Texas, the upset, um, the a big upset by the way. Uh, we'll get into that next. Um, Big East, Marquette, uh, Missouri Valley, Drake. Kind of wanted to see Indiana uh, Indiana State win that one. Uh, they were playing some good ball, uh, but got uh, beat. Um, I forget by who. I think it was Bradley who beat I th- them. I definitely think Indiana's going to make it in the the Hoosiers. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I think they're going to be in the play-in game. I think they're going to win. I don't think so. Alrighty. Oh. Um, we got Pac-12 Arizona. Uh, they beat UCLA. That was last night. That was yeah. That was a big one. I thought UCLA was going to win that one. Um, West Coast Gonzaga. That's not a shock. Um, And then uh, the most important one for me, anyway. um, uh, My school, Grand Canyon, uh, won the the WAC, uh, and they move on to the NCAA tournament for the first time for the second time uh, in school history. Um, And if you don't know. I do attend um, Grand Canyon University um, going for a uh, degree in communications uh, with an emphasis in broadcasting and new media. Basically, in short, sports broadcasting. Exactly. Now to that Kansas-Texas game. What in the world happened to Kansas? They fell apart. I mean... (laughs) There's there's really no other way of saying it. I mean, you go, you're the number one team, you know, and, and you know, it doesn't make sense. I mean, we've seen bigger upsets before, Kenny. Oh, that is but, true. I mean, Kansas should not have lost to Texas. They just no. they completely lost the game in the second half, and they couldn't you know make that comeback that they needed, mm. and yeah. they lost by twenty, which. Is it was what seventy six to fifty six? Yeah. yeah, that's that's very rough, especially for a, a college college game. Yeah, especially for a blue blood school like Kansas. Oh yeah, to lose by twenty. Yeah, no way. Um, I I get losing by twenty to like say if it was Kansas Kentucky back in the day when Kentucky was good, right? Or um, any other or like oh like a like, like Duke, Gonzaga, like, like Duke, uh, or, Duke, North Carolina, uh, teams like that. Just like the big the 
big blue bloods of, of college basketball, uh, you can see those those twenty point wins. But for a blue blood school to lose to a team that's up and rising in in, in the uh, I guess blue blood ish range uh, in, in Texas, um, it's just it's quite shocking. Um, and especially when both teams shot shot it well from the field. I mean, Texas was fifty percent overall, and Kansas with forty one. So I mean, not bad, but when you look at the three point percentage, both teams were four of seventeen. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, that's twenty five percent from from three for the game, which is very bad. Atrocious. Atrocious. Yeah, it's league good. It's not. No, no, that is disgusting. Lee bad. bad. Yeah. Um, but I think the key for, the key for Texas for me anyway uh, was them getting to the foul line and and going ten for twelve from the free throw line. If you can get to the foul line more than ten times, you have a pretty darn good shot of winning a basketball game. Uh, Kansas only made it there uh, six times and they went four for six. Uh, so I mean, they did all right from the free throw line, but they didn't get as many opportunities as say Texas did. Uh, from the line. Um, so moving over, so I said earlier I got got twice today. Brady got me um, with the uh, the triple, um, and then I got got early this morning. Um, I, I read a uh, post on Twitter that said. Uh, that LeBron James has been suspended by the commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, um, due to uh, taking perm- uh, performance-enhancing drugs uh, during the course of his 20-year career. Uh, that has turned out to be false. Uh, to an extent, uh, there is an investigation now opened uh, about it, but LeBron James is not suspended. Um, and uh, Brady, you want to let the listeners know who the made the, the the name of the so post the I saw it on the post on Twitter. I saw it also the uh, earlier today before we uh, met for, meant to do the podcast, and it was what uh, butt cheeks. I, I I think it was like all oh, butt crack sports. Butt crack sports. <laughs> that was that's the name of it, and. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, I mean, to be fair, if you just read the post and you see other people, you know, retweeting it or sending it, you know, you don't always know, like, especially if they're verified. I mean, you think, because that, that used to be a thing that, like, oh, they're verified, they're trusted, but now anyone can get verified. Right. You know? It's not right. like you have to, only celebs can get it. Right, you have exactly. To actually just be a human being and <laughs> pay you on money. Right. Do that. Yeah. Achieve um. twit. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, I admit I didn't read who the post was uh, by. I just saw LeBron James suspended for PEDs. Um, that's all I saw, and I was like, "Oh wow, that's uh, pretty news heavy." So I'm gonna put that down in the notes for today's podcast. And then, well, that turned out to be an epic failure on my part because, well, there's nothing to really talk about there um, at all, really. It got sent to the void, just like Nick Shirk. We love you, Nick, by the way, if you're here. Yeah, we do love you. 
He is here, by the way. Don't don't you remember? Oh, he joined us for the other the other podcast for our other podcast. Yeah. Um, Shout out link in description. Uh, NFL news, Brady, mm-hmm. and for our listeners, Lamar Jackson. Let's start there. Yeah. Got franchise tagged uh, by the Baltimore Ravens. Um, didn't get the exclusive franchise tag. Got the non-exclusive franchise tag, which is going to cost Baltimore a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and that opens up his um, options to anyone. Um, so Lamar can go anywhere and have any team come talk to him. Um, and the only exception is that Baltimore can match any sort of deal that is made to Lamar, if they so please. Uh, if not, they can take first-round draft picks. And that's it. Um, that's rough. Yeah. Um, and in my opinion, I, I see the, the this all leaning towards um, Lamar joining the Indianapolis Colts. I see it the same way. Um, Strong offense. They just really do not have a quarterback that's a good asset. I mean, they need someone behind there which can actually win them football games. Mm-hmm. You know, Matt Ryan didn't work. Carson Wentz didn't work. No. I thought Jacoby Brissett was going to work. That didn't work. No. I mean, Andrew Luck worked to an extent. I mean, the last really good quarterback the Colts had was Peyton Manning. I mean, yeah. That was the ba- That was the last dynasty of the yeah. Colts. Yeah. But, you know, if Lamar ends up going – the Colts, I could see their franchise turning around because mm-hmm. they got a, you know, starting to get a stronger line, O line, D line. Mm-hmm. Um, they're putting in the work, um, and yeah, I think it'll be, it'd be a good choice for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't really have um, crazy star receivers. I mean, no. they don't have super known receivers, but those guys that have been playing there for a while. I mean. Um, I've been saying this for a while, but a uh, receiver for the Colts, you know, Michael Pittman Jr. Mm-hmm. I know you you wouldn't like him because he went to USC. Nope. Yep. You're right. But he's, I think, I, I see him. I think he's pretty good. He's just had terrible quarterbacks. I think he's been in the league for three or four years now. I think this is his third year. Um, he's, I mean, I would say he's comparable to Juju, you know. Mm. I mean, he's got good hands, good movement. I mean, Obviously, he doesn't dance on the fifty-yard line, <laughs> but he's a he's a solid player. Mm. He's probably one of my favorite players in the Colts right okay. now. I'd say, but all right, yeah. So I, I'm not really a fan of uh, the NFL um, per se. If I had to pick a team, it would probably be the Denver Broncos. Um, but because I'm in Indiana, and that's the only team that we have in Indiana is the Indianapolis Colts. Um, even though I kind of grew up a Bears fan, um, I've I've learned uh, on my own to not be a Bears fan. Don't be a fan. Um, Don't be a fan of any Chicago team except for the Cubs. Except anyway. for the White Sox. Right, of course. You, you, and, or uh, the Fire. We can agree be, on one thing. Okay. Don't be a fan. All, of all Chicago people can agree on one thing: we're all Blackhawks fans. Amen. Amen yes. to that. Yes. Right there. Everyone is a Blackhawks Black. fan. If you're a Reds, or not Reds, a... Uh, if you're a Red Wings it? fan. A Red Wings fan. Get out. Get 
it out. Cut it out. Yes. Yes. Get get out. That's the Go equivalent to being a Packers fan. In Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah. They're going to run you out of town. Yeah. Um, with, maybe with violence. Oh, yeah, probably. But, yeah, I agree. Like, the Indian, Indianapolis has a great team up and coming. I mean, their their offensive line, I think, this year is going to be outstanding. Because, um, I mean, let's not forget they have Quentin Nelson. And Quentin Nelson is a beast of an offensive lineman. Um, he has been ever since his career at Notre Dame. Right. Um, so he he alone is going to be one of those rocks on that offensive line. So you can always count on him to help Lamar out. If that's where this is all leading towards, and I think it is, um, then we'll see Lamar Jackson in a uh, blue and white jersey next year. Or here's what I think would be real spectacular. I mean, I like the Colts, but you know it would be really interesting? 49ers. They trade away Brock, Purity, to the Ravens, and they get Lamar. What do you think about that, Kenny? That would be one heck of a one-two punch at quarterback. You have Christian McCaffrey. You have Debo Samuel, Lamar Jackson. Um, you have Kittle. I mean, you have um, one of the most stacked offenses, already a stacked offense. I mean, you could put any quarterback behind that team, and you're going to win your division. Yeah. doesn't matter. You're going to win on just run game alone. Right. And the pass game, that'll come with it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, that would be, I mean, a lot of people want that. I'm starting to hear more people want that. But it, I think 49ers should really honestly just stick with who they got right now, stick with Brock, and either stick with him or – Trade for some defensive players, mm-hmm. and then yeah. keep. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I. If you're Forty ers I don't think you really had need to jump at Lamar. I think you got a pretty nice setup, the way it is. I, I'm still surprised they got McCaffrey. I don't think they needed him because they already had one of the best um, O lines for run, run game in the league, so they could have put anyone behind there. I mean. I, I think it was the running back before that was uh you know he's is is Raheem uh Raheem Mo uh Moser or Yeah Moser. Moser, I think he was the running back before McCaffrey or he's I think he's still playing but yeah, I a, think so. Yeah. I think he's a Bronco, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, I think he I is. don't know. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. That's that's yeah. out of the picture. That's yeah. whatever. Yeah. Let's, also let's ride. NFL. Aaron Rodgers. Looks like he's looks like things are leaning towards the deal. A trade is going to be official here soon. Um uh, and he will be traded to the Jets. Um which is funny and also ironic in a way, because um if you remember Brett Favre, um I believe was believe went to um, the Jets first before he went to the Vikings. I believe, if I have that right. Yes, he did. Okay, so it's it's funny that both uh, franchise quarterbacks for the Packers will go to the Jets. It, what is it? What it's it? Most what it looks like? Happen. Yeah. 
Um, nothing has been officially set in stone yet, but all signs and all sources are saying that talking is done. A deal has been made, but it's time to put the deal into writing. Right. And I mean, I would expect something, you know, in the next probably day, either later today or probably tomorrow morning, most yeah. likely, yeah. is probably, you know, when Rogers went on his darkness retreat, you know, he really had a lot to think about. <laughs> right. That was the funniest. That was so funny, man. <laughs> uh, um, so I will say. Um, we need to touch on one quick thing. Um, we tried to do it in another podcast, but just with the amount of editing that needed to be done, it just didn't work out right. Um, Patrick Kane, um, it's old news to most of you now, but, um, he got traded to the, uh, Rangers of New York. Um, and he was with the Blackhawks. Uh, from the start of his career up till now. Um, Basically the end of his career. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably going to retire here soon. Um, he's definitely going to have his number retired uh, in Chicago, um, helping lead the team to three Stanley Cups in six years. Um, should have been uh, four four in six years. Um because in 20, 2014, they should have beaten uh, the L.A. Kings, but right. they got... Uh, they've they've won two Stanley Cups with him, right? With Which Kane? One? Yeah. Three. Oh, they actually won three? Yeah, they won three, yeah. In 2010, he scored, he scored the game-winning goal uh, in 2010 in game six wow. of the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Um, and then they won in 13 and then again in 15. Yeah. And they've been rebuilding ever since 15. Looking like the Chicago Bears. And looking like a Chicago Cubs. Hey, Bears are going to be getting a new stadium most likely. Hey, yes, that is true. Uh, it's been approved. Now that Lori Lightfoot is gone out of Chicago. Oh, well, not yet, but, you know, she's not winning real life. Yeah, no. Um, and I don't know about you. But but the uh, the models of the renovated Soldier Field with a dome and all that stuff, just horrible. Yes, it looked atrocious, disgusting, disgustingly Lee bad. Um, what they should have done, what they should do if they were to renovate Soldier Field, which they're not going to do now because it's already been official. Yeah, Arlington Park, the, is, Arlington Heights is Heights. the new height uh, home. Over the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I think it's a is it a seven billion dollar um, renovation. So, so the I, actual field is um four and a half and then everything else they're doing around it. It's gonna have um it's gonna be like if you were to go to like a mini Chicago, but it's all um football related and um sports and also like um concerts and it's going to be a whole it's going to bring a lot of business and a lot of money to, uh, to Arlington Heights and that whole area it's really going to it's actually going to profit um, you know the state of Illinois or just mm. the area very well because that's the reason why Lori Lightfoot wanted to keep it in Chicago because she could get you know 
They could tax them yeah, and make the money. Tax them and then get the money from it. Yeah, but yeah. now that they're you know out of the downtown area. Yeah, city limits. Yeah, it's now going to Arlington Heights. And um, the site where the stadium's going to be built on is the former Arlington Heights Raceway. Yeah. Up there. Great spot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, great spot. Um, I believe all they really got to do is just build the stadium and then the stuff around it. I believe there's some good parking areas up there. Uh, yeah, so they're going to be having a whole, like, almost like metro system to that. So Oh. Um, oh. Yeah. And shuttle buses and are they gonna build an are they gonna build a train out there because they probably will connecting to actual um chicago because mm. that was a big issue with soldier field is you couldn't get there by train or like it, it was a wild walk from the trains right or the you know all that or the city we, buses right, and stuff like they that get they, you, you can only go so far um with the buses until you have to just walk that was right. the main issue you had to walk a mile um, yeah no or about you know about that to get into the stadium let alone yeah, get to your no. seat and all that but we do we have anything else um to touch yeah, on yeah i i don't I, I don't have anything else i don't think i don't have anything um, else so. so yeah that's gonna wrap it up for episode five uh for brady master i'm kenny kramer saying so long everybody have a good night guys hey everyone we hope you enjoyed the episode today if you did, you should go check out the rest of our episodes on our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. You can also listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages by searching the Lugnuts Podcast Group. Thanks for listening, and remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we.